0: And we're going. It's a hot tuke. It's official. Twenty-five percent of the shark season in the books. And they finally decided to end a week with more than two points in their back pocket. Let's go. Did you enjoy the uh, Instagram story on this today?
1: Uh, yeah, that was uh, as they say in the business,
0: choice. L- nice little callback there on the music. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to show one ninety nine. Oh my god, two hundred next week. Oh, but uh, yeah, we're all excited, especially Jerk because it's a takeover. He loves those.
1: Hey, but you know what though? I don't know if you peeked at the uh, the old schedule there. It's, um, it's an early takeover. It's early, so. <laughs> You know, my, my Sunday may not be ruined after all. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, Whoa, hey. <laughs>
0: a, well, I think what we're all going to determine on what ruins our Sunday next weekend is yep. Eagles Niners.
1: Tell me about it. Am you one of my, one of my buddies is a, is a co is a, is an Eagles fan. And he's like, he, I mean, he's been like, for you know, the first twelve weeks of the 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 football season, he's already been like acting like the Eagles have already won. Uh, chirping hard, huh? And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, you won the last one, and it was a big game, fully prop, full props. But you know, it's a new season.
0: It is, it is. So, welcome back to the Puck <laughs> your only completely live, unfiltered, unedited, uncensored, commercial-free Sharks podcast. Wrapping up your week in Sharks hockey, part of Teal Town USA. Remember. Help us stay commercial-free by using the Super Chat option during the live shows. Better yet, you can support us on Venmo. Find us at Teal Town USA. And shout out to those over the last couple weeks who have used Venmo and Super Chat. Super appreciate that and super love not having to uh, stop in the middle of a fun conversation because, you know, we got to just take a break here to tell you how to, uh, I don't know, send mail, right? Mm -hmm. Stamps.com.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a good rotation of the uh, regular podcast reads, and uh, we don't do any of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, dig it, love you, Dangle, but uh, if this is your first time checking out our cast, though, remember to subscribe on the platform of your choice. Leave your takes in the comment section if you're not with us live. And remember, as always, if you need the twenty four seven fix of Sharks Talk, hit up the Jerk Man on the Tweety at Hockey underscore Jerk to score your very own Discord invite and remember this season every episode of the Pucknologist we're giving away prizes pay attention (laughs) I'm saying it so lots to cover this week I'm going to start off with uh how was your trip to the Bay
1: Area um it was good uh the flight both ways was nice not super empty um you know as far as flights go I've definitely been on uh worse ones so that was nice um there were two games occurring while I was there. Uh, one that I attended, and one that I did not attend. I'll let you guess which one the Sharks won. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the jerk bump was in fact in effect.
1: Um, well, see, it depends on which angle you slice it from. Oh, if you brother. slice it from, if you slice it from the traditional angle of I was at the game, no, it didn't work out. <laughs>
0: It was, oh, we're just taking it from I was in the general vicinity.
1: Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, you're a person who lives in the city. Uh, the tank in San Jose Airport, not exactly far away from each other. No. So I was, I believe I was waiting for my flight around the time Granlin scored his goal. <laughs> and I, if you really want my honest take, I think, you know, the boys kind of realized that maybe that was going to be it before I went into the no cell zone. Um, So they wanted to do something spectacular for me. Get her done by then. Yeah. I I feel you. Nothing else makes sense to me.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) lots to cover. LeBanc gets corkscrewed, misses a couple games. Quinn calls the team freaking embarrassing multiple times. You could tell there was definitely a few other uh, F-words that he would have liked to have used in that postgame, which we will Mm play. Uh, Mm -hmm. Montreal gets their fourth win over San Jose since 2011. Been Mm -hmm. a minute and despite losing the stats battle the sharks win for their second taco game
1: <laughs> how much
0: are you loving that five
1: to go man five <laughs> to go a lot of runway left dude so much runway left you can't even say there's not uh,
0: it's yeah it's it's kind of annoying me <laughs> so i the mean law of
1: averages always <laughs> law of averages provides <laughs>
0: So wh- where do you want to start? I mean, we can go with Vancouver. What? Did, I mean, dude, how does
1: Vancouver? Ha- which Vancouver?
0: Yeah, uh, the first one because uh, <laughs> you know the one in Vancouver. Because I mean, dude, Hoglander getting a five and getting tossed for intent to injure, mm-hmm. and only has to pay w- less than three grand. I mean, dude, that's a night out for the boys, and you could
1: potentially yeah. end a guy's career. I'll tell you what, man. If there's ever a class action lawsuit that's like about you know insufficient penalties from the nhl leading to some kind of long-term effect on players like whichever attorney is on that case is going to have so many exhibits to choose from you
0: are not wrong sir (laughs) the other thing i think needs to be pointed out as well is that Nico Sturm missed both Vancouver and Seattle and the Sharks got absolutely owned in the dot in both of those big shockers.
1: I was going to say that's uh, I think it would be more surprising if it was the other way around. No. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I think people would go and what, but I will say, uh, for that Vancouver game, dude, that Hughes top shelf snipe that, that might be one of the best goals I've seen this entire season.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and you that know, had no room. Well, and no one better for it to come from than the people, the person that a lot are saying, you know, could, could double dip, you know, Norris and Hart trophy. (sighs) So if you're going to get beat up on, (laughs) right. (laughs) If the guy's going to take you
0: out to, uh, to the bike racks. Yeah. Just saying at least,
1: like, yeah, if you're, if you're going to get your, your shit pushed in, at least have it be (laughs) by somebody who's, you know, (laughs) uh, you know, like, wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: What did you just watch, Training Day, or something?
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Of course, we move on to the Seattle game. I mean, just (laughs) what what a bizarre game. I mean, first off, you have eight defensemen. Yep. (sighs) If if that doesn't eight
1: defensemen eight defensemen playing as defensemen.
0: Yeah, like if that doesn't scream lack of options, right? And people out here trying to blame
1: Quinn. Imagine if Quinn had simply told Mike Greer to sign more quality forwards.
0: Um, was, oh, so it is Quinn's fault for not speaking up. Got it.
1: <laughs> or perhaps many calling people, anybody up. Yeah. Many people are saying. Uh,
0: but yeah, and then uh, this was what game three. I want to say of Vlasic being scratched in four straight. Mm-hmm. Not really missing that there, I guess. Um, But it continues. The Sharks have yet to win a game in Seattle. Nice. Gotta like that. Barbie's 13th game out. And uh, at one point...
1: uh... It's really sad, like, the way things have gone. Specifically with Barabanov, like... Or the fact that the Sharks haven't had their captain the entire season. Yeah, like, it's just... Those two things especially, it's just like... Like you don't even, it doesn't even cross your mind. Like it's not like, it's not like every game that goes by and it's like, man, if we had this guy back or man, if that guy could get healthy, you know what I mean? Like they've been gone for so long that like, I just like, I forget that they're sort of even on deck waiting to come back, you know? Oh
0: yeah. How are they going to get there when there's like nine defensemen in their spots? Right. Uh, And and speaking of which, um, did I do it? Hey, there it is. Hey. Uh, was benched after the Bjorkstrand goal. I mean, I'm, that's the whole thing is I'm surprised everybody in this game didn't get benched for at least a shift. But again, you had 8D. What, the, you know, like all you're going to do is tax everybody. Right. <laughs> so what was the benefit? If anything, you're like, sit in the fucking back of the plane on the way home. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you didn't have any recourse. ah <sighs> right. And then, you know, Kakanen gets pulled. Blackwood starts the second. And everybody, of course, is going, yeah, you can't hang this on on Kakanen whatsoever. I mean, I I think one of those goals were savable, but when there's seven of them, who cares? (laughs) They don't ask how. They just ask how many. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) And they come back versus Montreal. And, uh, you know, this one... Of course, Quinn is going. You know, as uh, a big response of competitive game, you know, really liked the the way they uh, bounced back from, as you said, getting their ship pushed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and dude, I, I'm all for it, dude. Like, it's nice to see that the Sharks responded. We're talking about the Canadians here. We're not talking about the Bruins, right? You know, like <laughs> let's let's you know. Of course, you like to see that bounce back. They did win the next game, despite. Almost trying to lose it in the last couple of minutes.
1: (laughs) But. Well, and even then, right, like that game, like the game against Montreal, you know, even though it was a loss and kind of a heartbreaking loss, like, you know, I was at the game and that was that I'll be completely transparent. That was the most consecutive Sharks hockey I've watched this season. And I thought this was that game against Montreal, despite the loss, was one of their better games. Like, Mm -hmm. They, you know, the little things that had been lacking, they'd done really well, you know, shooting on the net, creating chances, battling on the perimeters of the rink. All these kinds of simple things that just should come, you know, by default uh, happened. And, and, you know, like, yeah, it, it sucks to lose a heartbreaker. But if you look at the Sharks from at Seattle versus Montreal versus Vancouver, that's a very obvious trajectory up. And and it doesn't obviously help the Sharks if they want Macklin Celebrini. But as we've talked about all along, you know, the Sharks need to show that they have a pulse at some points throughout the season. Right. And what better way to do it than, or what better time to do it rather um, when you have the sort of holiday bump, if you will, Uh, because both of those games on the weekend, they seemed you know, well attended considering the average attendance this season.
0: Absolutely, but uh, you know, let let's let's offer a little bit of context in that, and I'm not you know I'm not trying to uh, push anybody's shit in. Mm-hmm. It seems like a, I'm detecting a theme for this show, but it's it's a holiday weekend, sure. You know, everybody has Black Friday off, so like I'm I'm believe you me I'm more than happy to see. A Nearly, you know, they say tickets distributed for that one was 16897 Sure. I mean, it definitely full looked fuller than most games this season. And last night against Vancouver, it was over 15000 uh distributed. So it's a holiday weekend. Like, I've been on this train for I don't know how long. L- let's see December 12th, Tuesday, versus Winnipeg.
1: Counterpoint. Like yes, it's a holiday weekend, so you- oh Jesse,
0: would... Jesse, I'm sorry, but Jesse also pointing out there were giveaways in both games. Like last night was uh was the the gaming thing with the tech tattoos, and then the previous day was the Rusanowski thing.
1: Sure, but but here's oh. the thing, yeah, but here's the thing. If if so you know, call if, out, Jess. Right, and, and yeah, and and you know the facts. Obviously, the facts are what they are, right? But at the same time, if you're gonna add a qualifier for every good thing. Right. Then what's the point in pointing it out? You know what I mean? Like, regardless of the giveaway or the holiday or whatever, like, you know, the fact is the Sharks were able to pull numbers two games in a row. And I think that's we'll see what happens against the Capitals tomorrow capitals, uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Might be, you know, if there's ever a, you keep talking about Winnipeg, but I think you're sleeping on how good the Jets are. If there's ever a game to set the lowest attendance record, I think it would be tomorrow. Okay.
0: Well, you know what? Jot that down. Maybe we need to have a little Finsky and so, see which
1: one. So what which game is lower attendance, you mean?
0: Yeah. I okay. think it's going to be right. the Jets. Okay, fair enough. I'm not saying that the Jets aren't a good team. I'm saying that they don't
1: travel. Which is fair. Yeah. Although, let me ask you this question. Bring it. If you are a person who lives in a place... Uh, <laughs> As one tends you, to do. Where would you rather watch your hockey? Five degrees Fahrenheit? 65 degrees Fahrenheit? Something to consider.
0: Something to consider, but that, that's not inside the building. <laughs> It's just on fair, the way.
1: <laughs> but, fair, but how many, times, how many times have you not gone somewhere because you didn't want to go through the travel hassle?
0: Oh, sure. But, yeah. No, I, I get what you're taking. Point, point taken. Uh saying the tech tattoos, weren't they just stickers? I don't know. I wasn't at the game. Is that what they were? I was expecting, like, a tattoo sleeve type of a thing that you could just put on, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that would have been really cool. I mean, I literally gave them the idea to do that, but okay. (laughs) You do you. Uh, Finally, Vlasic gets back in last night against Vancouver. Uh, Dude, you love seeing Emerson get his first, of course. First goal Mm -hmm. by a defenseman that was actually playing defense this season, by the way. Yep. But Granlin, dude, highlight real goal 20 seconds into the third. His first is a shark, And I got to tell you, I'm like, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> but, dude, coast to coast, that that mightily impressive.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's not a, not something that you expected to see from him, right? <clears throat> like, Well, well he set he the
0: has, bar so low this season.
1: Right, but I, I, I think if, if Hurdle had done that or if Zetterland or Eklund had done that, it'd be like, oh, yeah, nice goal. Like, all right, cool. But, like, the fact that it was Granlin who, to your point, has set the bar so low, and then you come in and you pull off a move like that, it sort of, I think, kind of follows the uh, the Hoffman sort of narrative, right? Where it's like, okay, you're you're kind of coming alive at the right time. Like, can we sort of keep this ball rolling? Um, we'll maybe s- we'll- until the trade deadline. I was going to say,
0: that's <laughs> what I'm looking for. <clears throat> and Pucky, Puck guy coming up with the... He's like, oh, dude, I came up with the gaming night thing too. Okay, that's credit where credits do. I didn't, I, I wasn't aware of that. I just came up with the tattoo idea. But uh, Jesse's saying, I don't think you can get below ten k. I think there are just over ten thousand season ticket holders. Last, good point. Uh, good point. But last I checked, I thought it was published by uh, Pichelka that a, w- that it it has taken a hit over the last couple of years and that it's somewhere around the low nine thousands.
1: Well, you know, uh, if if what the sharks have said, you know, I mean, they're just waiting for COVID to be over, right? Yeah. I mean, is that is that still what they're they're saying? I don't know. I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying. I felt like it was like, you know, far too long that they were saying, "Oh, well, we're affected by COVID," and it's like, well, no one else is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and let's be honest. I would have I would have won this bet like three weeks ago if they if it was tickets scanned not distributed you know the yeah there's they just put out a promotion that mm-hmm. i i guess some sometime in the next week or so uh i don't know if it's like a sat it's like some random saturday or whatever it is there's a some sort of like san jose fire department versus san jose police or or santa Clara Fire Department. there's some sort of <clears throat> you know kind of beer league fundraiser game sure I, the The tickets on that, I'm sure, are not bank breakers by any stretch, but part of the promotion said everybody this is how I'm gonna get fucked is that everybody who buys the tickets for the t- buys a ticket for this gets tickets for the Jets game. Mm. so I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, come, Wouldn't on that be something Well, it's like, dude, I mean, talk about stacking the deck
1: right to, well, to they, me well,
0: that is a r- super duper red flag with fireworks. This game is selling for shit
1: well, dude, they again, they want to like come on, like we both know that they're trying to stick it to you, so oh of course what, be- what better way to do that of
0: course, uh yeah, I would love to bring back stock tickets sleepy, but never gonna happen. it's we've 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 moved on I <laughs>
1: fill me in what stock tickets you know paper tickets something? that you could oh. you know
0: actual ticket stubs
1: why so you why so it, so they can get lost on the way to the tank and then you have to go <laughs> bitch to the ticket office like well that's on you no i know but, but, but you I'm could lose is, your,
0: to be to be fair,
1: you could lo, you could lose your phone too sure but what's more likely losing your phone or losing a piece of paper oh if you have your shit together neither <laughs> you'll be fine you you may you make an exceptional point
0: (laughs) so uh on the week it wasn't too bad for the sharks you know i mean three points in in four games i mean (laughs) let's be honest kind of an upgrade the way this season has gone but they did score a power play goal in three of the four games this week Nice. You know, they allowed three power play goals this week, but, (laughs) you know, so I guess it's kind of a wash, but either way, you have that there going for you. And again, context does mean a lot. One of the things that Vancouver media pointed out was that, yeah, okay, Vancouver lost this by one goal and the Vancouver media was saying, okay, well, Vancouver did you know, hang a 10 spot. It basically embarrassed them in the first two games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was also the Canucks' seventh game in 11 nights, and it came after a 5-1 win Friday night, you know, the night before in Seattle. The Canucks didn't get into San Jose until about 2 a.m. Saturday morning. Right. So.
1: And the thing is, like, I, I and don't they, know. And like...
0: they did go with DeSmith and not Demko. <laughs> right. Right. I think but they like, could have from... just thrown Demco's jock out there and Van, Vancouver would have won.
1: Right, but like from from the Vancouver media perspective, like I don't know, I don't know the need to defend a loss like that. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: I'm I'm right there with you. But dude, you also let's can we can we talk about the mm, entitlement of the Vancouver fan base? You know, remember this is a team back in 2011 that called up radio stations saying we should let Boston win one so we can win the cup on home
1: ice. And then what happened? Exactly. <laughs> let, let let me speaking of questions. Let me ask you this one. So this one's going to be a little bit of a two pronger. I want to see where you. I want to see if you can. Somebody catch say Catch where I'm going here. So if you recall, uh, that would have been that might have been two seasons ago, maybe three seasons ago. Which what? Um, what are we talking about? We're just we're just talking. Okay. Um, do you you recall one of the first wagers that we made was? Which of these teams do we think is going to be... Which of these, uh, whatever you want to call them, bubble teams, non-playoff teams, whatever. Which of these teams do you think are going to be more interesting, more successful uh, this season? And you had picked the LA Kings, and I had picked the Vancouver Canucks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just to kind of look back a little bit now, a couple years later, who are the two hottest teams in the Pacific Division, not (laughs) named Vegas? (laughs) Well... (laughs) <laughs> and I would take that a
0: step further. It, would it bake your noodle to know that over their last 10 games, the Sharks and the Golden Knights have the same fucking record?
1: That surprises me. Right? Uh, in the, not not because the Sharks have won four games, because obviously, like, how much have we talked about it? Like, the, the Sharks are going to win at some point, right?
0: Well, now, f- now it's going to be law of averages says they have to win at least one road game.
1: Right. And, yeah, <laughs> Wonder no when that's happening. <laughs> and and the thing is, like, the why I find it so surprising, it's not on the Sharks end, it's on the Vegas end, because the first month, month and a half of the season, Vegas was just running through everybody. Oh, there, it was like, how long kinda, can the winning streak go? Right, and now it kind of feels like they've hit the wall, you know, which... I mean, similar to Vancouver and Los Angeles, right? Like, they're going to win more than they lose, and they're going to be fine. But it's just interesting, like, October to November, how stark of a contrast it's been for them.
0: Big time. And mm-hmm. the funny thing is, Leonard isn't there to blame it on.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, what do we learn this week? Uh, if you corkscrew a guy, and you only have to pay the minimum. It's fine. Mm-hmm. No, no problem don't understand that. I'm sorry that to me needs to start at start at a three-game
1: suspension Yeah, I would agree especially because you think about it like slew footing I think is significantly more dangerous than slashing or high sticking or I, I would put slew footing like in the same conversation as like boarding you know what I mean
0: oh I'd put it in there as like just mix sorely brash here
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely
0: you know uh, Tony Couture saying, <laughs> this is, oh, man, can't wait to wind jerk up with this one. Tony Couture, what could Joe Thornton offer the Sharks if hired as a special coach to improve team attitude? Why hasn't Jumbo started working for the Sharks development like Marlowe? Uh, Tony, the only person that can answer that is Joe Thornton. Well, I think, chief. honestly, I think Chief just, he lo- he's a rink rat. He loves being around the boys. And I guarantee he'd rather shower at the tech CU than shower at home. He wants to just be all up in the, you know, in the rink, but I don't think he wants at this point, like a daily responsibility. I think he wants to be like a kind of, I'd say the best way to describe it is like maybe a consultant, just mm-hmm. ask him his opinion and well, I'd think about doing this, or what. but I don't think he wants like to be responsible if you get what I'm saying.
1: Right, well, and not only that, like, he just retired, right? Like, how would how would it be if, like, he retired three seconds ago? And then it's like, okay, yeah, like, I got more time from, for my family, and now I'm going to take a job that takes me away from my family.
0: Yeah, and and of course, let's be honest, we're talking about Jumbo here. He, he probably doesn't want to get tied down to anything because somebody might throw a PTO at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting,
1: dude. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we've seen people on retire before, you know, you, yeah. you, you, you need to scratch the itch one more time, you know?
0: Right. But he, I mean, he filed the paperwork and to your point, he's, he's it, the, didn't they post the video of him doing that like three weeks ago or something
1: mm, that he actually
0: did his little shirtless video that said, you well, know, yeah, he
1: did the video that he was done.
0: Yeah. So I think with that, like you're saying, I, I'm gonna uh, enjoy life a little bit. I'm gonna find out what the new, you know, you're talking about guys that f- they had for twenty some odd years, well, longer, but in the NHL, they have that routine. They love that routine. They're conditioned to that routine. I think he, uh, you know, is still kind of doing the routine a little bit, and, and is gonna navigate his way out of it. And but I don't think he's going anywhere. You know.
1: Well, but here's the other thing, and I and I think with Joe Thornton, it's something that you can speculate about just because of his history as a hockey player. But you you notice like sometimes some of these guys they'll say, "Oh, I'm retiring from the NHL," but that doesn't mean they're retiring from hockey.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, it was, well, and, 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 and
1: not to not to say that Joe Thornton is you know days away from signing a deal or anything, mm-hmm. but. Um, You know, because he has played in Switzerland professionally on three occasions and also expressed a desire to do that, um, you know, maybe during the pandemic that was he scratched that itch. But, you know, I don't feel like somebody who has experience playing internationally and somebody who vocalized wanting to play internationally. I don't really think you can count anything out. Yeah, not and at all. And I something think else to consider just to really perpetuate the conspiracy. Um by virtue of Joe Thornton being married to somebody who's from Switzerland, he's sort of like backdoored into having Swiss citizenship, so he could join a Swiss team and not be considered an export
0: or an ah, import. I'm sorry. There you go. Well, and Taco bringing up something that is easily is a is a see he's addicted to Taco now. Uh, saying being a great player doesn't mean you will be a great coach. And the obvious examples that have already been noted in the chat, Gretzky and Patrick Waugh. Sure, but sp- sp- I would <laughs> I would go the other way with it.
1: So just uh, really quick, I don't know if you saw, we, we just got a note uh, from one of our producers. Uh, apparently, Justin Braun is doing the old retired from the NHL, not from hockey thing.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but to get back Let's, to what I was, to get back yeah, say to, thing. to my point is Gretzky and Waugh, not good coaches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know who's a pretty goddamn good coach, not the best player?
1: Don't say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Tell saying it. Tell me who. Uh, have you heard of a, a gentleman, former Shark, by the way, Jim Montgomery?
1: Yeah, dude, yeah.
0: Uh, not exactly like the, the most well-known guy.
1: <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do you and I'll do you one more. Say it. Dean Evison. Hey, now I'll do you a third one. Mike oh, Sullivan.
0: So we're going all former sharks then.
1: Well, that was your point. Was it not?
0: No, <laughs> just, like that. Just, it was just coincidental.
1: Well, I think it hits home.
0: Yeah. And well, and Ryan pointing out, uh, Patrick was better as a junior hockey coach. That's the whole thing. And I would say Joe Thornton, I think he might be a a pretty decent, like developmental coach or a guy who's going to be out there at practice or whatever, but not somebody you want behind the bench. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Just because especially with, with Joe Thornton, like I, and, and it obviously it's to be expected. Um, being that he was a player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But Joe Thornton is a very, like, he's a player's player kind of guy. Like, you know, he always, like, Furda boys, right? Love the boys, <laughs> you know, all all that kind of stuff, right? And so it's kind of hard to be, you know, all about the players, all about the teammates and all that kind of stuff, right? And then to then transition a role where now, like, even though you did play, like, you're not currently a player. And that's kind of, I imagine, something that's a bit tough to reconcile. Absolutely. Something to think about.
0: Oh, boy, 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 boy. All right. So uh, in the Sharks, three wins going into the Mm -hmm. Montreal game, uh, despite being outshot 125 to seven, two, they crushed the dot Won special teams battles. And like I mentioned earlier, oddly enough, Montreal, they finally won the shots on goal battle for the first time this season, took them Mm -hmm. 20 games. (laughs) But they got absolutely worked in the circle, and that was with Sturm returning. Maybe a little jet lag there, we don't know. But they did win the special teams, and then in the win over Vancouver, they lost, the Sharks lost shots on goal, they lost the dot, they lost special teams, still came out with a win. So it just goes to show, man, it's, there's only one number on that scoreboard that means anything. Goals, <laughs> <laughs> As just in case said. anybody wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to clarify, uh, who, who's who the hell who who's on IR right now? I mean, it's dude. It has been such. We got like four names on IR, right? It's like um, Ruta.
1: it's Couture, Div- Ruta, Barabanov, and Lindblom, and then Mitchell Russell, who's a prospect, is on season opening injured reserve. But it's just, I mean, Couture, Barabanov, Ruda, the, I'm
0: sorry, Lindblom, I don't count. I think if once he comes off IRE, he goes right back to the Cuda.
1: Oh, sure, but he's still there.
0: Yeah, like technically. But the other guys, if they get healthy, I think they fill spots on the Sharks. Mm-hmm. But, man, a lot of just, plus Sturm leaves for two days for personal reasons. Uh, Vlasic getting scratched for four straight. LeBanc was banged up. Yeah, so I mean, it has,
1: just came back,
0: right? It hasn't, hasn't. McDonald came back recently. Mm-hmm. So my my question being is that's twenty twenty one games in. We're officially twenty five percent through the season. Mm-hmm. What have you liked so far? And do, don't don't fucking start with Eklund. That's low hanging fruit. <laughs> hey,
1: low hanging fruit are still nutritious.
0: Oh man, I knew you were gonna say that. Tell me it's wrong. <laughs> it isn't wrong. Although I do oh, okay. See, now we're talking about this, and Lacey makes a good point. What the hell do the Sharks do with Kniezov when everybody's back? And dude, that's I hate as much as I hate that question.
1: I was gonna say as much as I don't want to admit it, and I think I think like a tiger is right where was Tiger, or is it not? He's probably in, I think right under Kevin's
0: point. Uh-oh. Oh tr- oh oh, m- trade. Yeah, I mean if the, if.
1: It's not indicative of him as a player, it's just a numbers thing, right? Absolutely. And it would bum me out because I genuinely like the player, like the person. So, hopefully when he does get in the lineup, he can do something that kind of establishes himself as being separate from the pack, you know?
0: Yeah. So, uh back to the nutritional fruit, what have you liked on these first uh, first quarter as we're at the quarter poll?
1: Um I mean, it is a low-hanging fruit. You're right. But I have liked Eklund, you know, to the point that we had made a week ago is, you know, it's it's time, right? It's time to start moving forward in the right direction and making an impact at the NHL level. He's doing that, you know? Well, And so, I think
0: the other thing that helps is that he's finally paired with talent.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I've liked that. <laughs> which
0: goes back mm-hmm. to a good decision by the coach.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> and I've liked how... After three years, the far, the Sharks have finally taken on a goaltending reclamation project that appears to work out. That oh, being like, dude. Mackenzie Blackwood.
0: <laughs> Solid pull, dude. Yeah. Finally. I mean, how many have there been?
1: Ugh. I mean, Devin Dubnik, James Reimer, Capo Cack, and then well, you know, Lock, Aiden Hill. Too? Alex Daylock. Aaron Aaron like, Dell. Some of those yeah, Aaron, like some of those guys were a bit more transitional than mm-hmm. others, but still the fact that it's been a revolving door um of goaltenders, you know, and now uh you know Blackwood, he's got this year, he's got next year under contract. Like if next year goes the way it's going this year, I see no reason why he doesn't get an extension, you know. I'd be pissed off if
0: mm-hmm. he doesn't get an extension. And in fact, we're going to talk about in a little bit. Is there any uh anything else you're kind of digging so far? Um you know, on a, on a I, glass half full kind of outlook?
1: Yeah, I've really enjoyed, and, and I am going to pat myself on the back here a little bit. I was one of the few... Incoming pe- wank session. <laughs> no, I'm not going to mention it. Um, <laughs> I was one of the few people who kind of was saying, hey, you know, let's just hang on with Zetterland because of reasons X, Y, and Z. You need to give him a chance to sort of flesh it out, right? Uh, and,
0: absolutely. Give you your cookies on that.
1: And I would argue... You know, I don't want to say most, but I would argue he's top three consistent Sharks this season. I mean, he's tied for second on the team in points. Um, he's been somebody where, like I said, I think you'd kind of just let it breathe for a second and eventually you get the outcome you're looking for.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people are mentioning trade for Corey Perry. Chicago doesn't even want Corey Perry right now. Another, <laughs> another thing that we'll get into. Um so glass half empty then. Um you know even though Oh, hold on. Like, Before you get that. Glass half full. Kalen Addison trade. Yep. Solid.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you, Alex. Um just taking the gamble, right? And, and um which
0: there have been many.
1: Yeah, but taking the gamble and so far it seems like it's working out, you know, and it, and Four assists in nine games. You almost wonder if those numbers would be a bit higher if the guys he was passing to could fucking score. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout, Alex.
0: Yeah. Uh, before any before we go any further, stamps.com is... An, <laughs> 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 yeah, you know... <laughs> Hello, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, um, you know, what have I liked? Of course, you know, like you said, Eklund. I've liked seeing... I was a little trepidatious to see... Whoa, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know words. Uh, I was... I, just say I was sus in the way that Hurdle was going to have this leadership thrust upon him in Couture's absence. Mm-hmm. And I think it took him a few games to work some shit out. Yep. Uh, but this last week or so, I'm um, like, yeah, okay, now, i you know, I've seen it in the past we go going oh you know hurdles should be wearing the c and of course you know other people go what are you talking about you can't understand half the shit he says
1: <laughs> hey that's you know
0: whatever right but chief is coming through I mean by far and away leads the team and assists you know he's helping out mm-hmm. uh i he's answering the bell at post game he's getting on some of the guys saying you know we can't when our goalies are getting run we can't just sit there and like whip out our phones and get it on video like right. we actually have to do something so I've liked Hurdle's response and Couture's absence
1: yeah I think that's a really good shout as well
0: um, Eckland, like you said I mean just to what you said Blackwood just what you've said um, defensively hmm <laughs> that's, that's where I kind of get stuck and this might be kind of a glass half empty kind of a take, but the thing that kind of kicks me is I hear the media going, oh Mario Ferraro, you know just what an amazing shot blocker and blo-. yeah, okay, he blocks a lot of shots but you know what that also says? The Sharks are giving up way
1: too many fucking shots Right, well and not only that but uh, uh, being a good shot blocker, that doesn't tell the whole story Not at all
0: so, I would say glass half empty, Ferraro, uh, in, I, I think to a certain extent, I think you can put this on deployment that he keeps getting thrust into a, a, a top pair role when he should be middle. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: but again, that I would say that goes back to Greer and options that this team has when you look at the roster. Um, who is your MVP of the season?
1: I mean, you talked about low-hanging fruit. How is it not Hurdle? Uh,
0: see, um, I, I, th- I think you can make the, the case that it's, it, it could be a two-way uh, race there between Hurdle and Blackwood.
1: I would totally subscribe to that.
0: Yeah, because I think, boy, if, 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 uh, if, it, if it was Reimer and Kakinen
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, dude, I, I'd be shocked if this team had more than one win.
1: Which is really unfortunate, not for the Reimer part, but for the Kakanen part, because I actually genuinely like Kakinen as a goaltender, you know?
0: I, I do. It's just, man, does he seem to just have some some bad luck from time to time. It's just, uh, Ferraro is bad and should feel bad. It's, a, it's, it's one of those things sometimes with Kakanen where when it's a tight game, he just lets in that extra where you're just like, ah. Oh. Just that, you know, just that one. And mm-hmm. then there's other times where he does stand on his head, but he, does, you know, look, you can sit there and go, oh my God, they, you know, I can't believe they, they lost 10, 10 nothing or what, what was the six nothing right to Tampa? Wasn't it? Yeah. And it's, oh, they lost six nothing. Our goalie sucks. And it's like, did you, are you not paying attention to the donut on the scoreboard? Well, my response to that would be, you can't believe it really, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. No, totally. It's, you know, yeah. You're going you can call out the goaltending, but in the same breath, you can't sit there and wave a flag about why couldn't any of these players score at least one? Yeah, so, just one. Yeah, this just one. Just one, man. <laughs> so let's let's you know let's hit up some some numbers. What do you got there? Numbers so far for the for the Sharks. Even strength, twenty three goals. Power play, eleven. So. Basically, about a third of their goals are coming on the power play, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> when you look at the last couple of seasons. Now, conversely, the power, or the, uh, the penalty kill, which, you know, that was something that the Sharks, even when they sucked, you know, during the, you know, when things weren't maybe going that well when Boogner was coaching. The thing is, what for Boogner and company, Oh, they can't score but but god damn. How is it that they're able to have this amazing penalty kill? Well, at last look, the Sharks penalty kill is 30th. So, definitely something you might and, and again, it also comes down to the fact that they are letting in shots on goal. They're they're leading the team or uh, leading the league. Dude, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're 21 games in. The Sharks have had sh- 597 Shots on goal against. <laughs> that is a lot. of. Go- the, last time I ran the numbers, the Sharks are giving up about 3.6 goals per game. Their current goal differential is dash 55. And when it comes to goals against, they've allowed 61 even strength goals, but 21 power play goals. It's, so they're averaging giving up a power play goal per game that's tough
1: kind of staggering to hear that you know
0: right yeah when you put it in that context and through 21 games 10 points Mm -hmm. what does that tell you on an 82 game pace that's about what 30 about 38 39 maybe
1: um yeah if you extrapolate that it's 30 yeah 39 if you round.
0: yeah which is how many did they have last year 60 it was it 67 66 I thought it was sixty
1: man, it might have been <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in that arena
0: like 77 the year before right so oof, and so far it's been a little bit better when the sharks score first, so this season so far, when they've scored first at nine times out of 21 they're four and five.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: in ten games out of 21, they've had the lead, whether they scored first or fought back that one time they're four and six at home. They've scored first seven of those nine games. They're four and three. So you talk about a team that it seems at this point, they have to take advantage of any time they're at SAP center.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The other thing that will kind of get you is that this team has progressively gotten worse as games have gone on the (laughs) goals for versus goals against by period goals for 10 in the first 26 against in the uh, first period. In the second, 13-4, 27 against in the third period, dude. 11-4, 34 against. That is a ball kicker. And the shot on goal differential, dashed 243.
1: Well, it's another piece of evidence to your point that if you get the lead early, like you need to either play to hold it or play to run it up. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. you're not, you're not going to win a chess match.
0: Not at all. Not at all. And, um, Ian pointing out, I'm assuming this has to do with uh, Blackwood. No Reimer. Oh, Reimer. Oh, excuse me. Reimer 2.3917. I mean, about league average. There you go. Uh, now the one that'll also get you is last season, The forward group was averaging 5.4 points per game. This year, it's 2.9, so about Mm -hmm. half. Last season, of course, coming from the blue line, it was 2.3 points per game. Obviously, a large portion of that ended up in Pittsburgh. But right now, through 21 games, the blue line has delivered 21 points. I'll let you figure out the math on how many points per game that is. (laughs) So significantly lower, which tells me it's like, okay, you're obviously you've lost a lot of offensive talent. What does that mean? You need to lock it down defensively. And it's really something they've struggled to do.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So 21, you know, over the next 20 games, as we make our way to the halfway point, what are you expecting to see? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if between now and then there's another shitting of the bed. There's another freaking embarrassing game.
1: Um, embarrassing game, sure. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Well, um, what was? What do you
0: think was more embarrassing? Getting you know pumped seven one in Seattle where nobody was awake, or losing back to back games, giving up ten goals in each.
1: Definitely the ten spot. Just because, like you know, every team, even the good teams, has an isolated incident where they get blown up, right? But to give up 10 in a row, or I'm sorry, 10, two games in a row, that's historical. <laughs> um, oh. As for your question of what I'm looking for leading up to the halfway point of the season, or what I'm expecting, rather, I kind of think the Sharks hockey that we've seen the last two weeks, kind of the win one, lose two sort of operation.
0: That's going to be a, a bit more indicative of where I, you see I, it.
1: Yeah, I kind of think that's going to be what we see just because like the worst team the worst team ever doesn't lose 12 games in a row consistently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and absolutely.
0: So, but it's like, obviously you want to see progress And, you know, losing a game 10-1 and then the next game 10-2. It's that's the wrong kind of progress. Yeah, that's not the progress necessarily that I'm looking for. Yeah. We went from a nine, a dash nine goal differential to a dash eight. How do you not take a positive from that, <laughs> dude? I'm, uh, you know what I'm looking for is, um, I don't want to say more consistency from Blackwood and Kakanen, because I mean, dude, they've combined for a 9-12 in these last ten games, where they went four five and one,
1: which is above league average.
0: Yeah, so if anything, like I'm, I'm hoping maybe they can find a second gear you know like maybe they start to get a little bit more defensive support the sharks don't give up as many odd man chances don't give up as many high danger chances start to play a bit more defensively sound and all of a sudden hey maybe those Kakanin numbers start going up and you as your uh, as that deadlines coming up you know
1: need goals more than anything else right absolutely playing good defensively is not going to mean anything if <laughs> yeah, you're if only you <laughs> if you're only getting what two would you say two and a third goals a game like- yeah well it's <laughs> it's just kind of like how many uh how many one nothing
0: wins can this sharks team manufacture
1: <laughs> yeah no kidding
0: <laughs> so i mean and in the sharks four for 12 on the power play in the last six games before that they were seven for 46 <laughs> so it really goes to show you that despite the the shit storm that occurred in seattle over the last 10 games, it has gotten better. But let's, uh, let's just hear the tongue lashing, because it's great.
2: Embarrassing. We weren't ready to play. Two breakaways in the first minute and a half. I mean, just absolutely freaking embarrassing. I mean, we lost every single battle, got beat off walls. Every time there was a 50-50 puck battle, we're fishing for pucks, get on the wrong side of it. One guy would get beat one-on-one, and the other guy would dive in. It was embarrassing. You know when you're chasing the puck all night long that's what that's what happens you know when you're reaching and and not interested in competing in a one-on-one battle you're gonna take penalties and it wasn't just him things when you don't skate and you just run around chasing a puck that's what's gonna happen it's a National Hockey League they've got real good players over there and when you lose one-on-one battles all over the rink because when you go to a situation and you got your head down and you're fishing for a puck I mean, I'm not trying to kill people. you gotta be, you got to get competitive, and you got to make sure you play through people and get flesh and controlled flesh so you can beat people back to the middle of the reek. And all we did was chase the puck. That's all we did. I don't want to hear about freaking fragile, okay? It's a national freaking hockey league, and you better show up ready to play every freaking night. I don't care about fragile. Sometimes you don't have it. I get it. But you want to show up and play with the right freaking intentions, and we didn't do it you got to come here and show up to play with the right freaking intentions. And not many guys did, if any.
0: (laughs) I mean, that was was locked in as fuck your feelings. (laughs) Came off the top rope with that one. Dude, I don't want to hear fragile bullshit. I don't want to hear any excuses. And he was totally right. So before we get a little further than that, let's get to our heroes and zeros. I mean, who else could it be but Hoffman?
1: Yeah, good point.
0: I mean, six goals, seven points over six games, suddenly leads the team in goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything he touches goes in right now, so I kind of think you just put it in his hands, right? (laughs) Or put it in his stick.
0: I mean, at this point, would you, like, be, you know, throwing up the tweets, some pissed-off tweets, if the starting line tomorrow isn't? Hurdle between Hoffman
1: and Eklund? Well, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, it started off uh, as Hurdle, Eklund, and Zadina uh, for the game against Montreal. And then who? once Zadina Z- once got banged up, guess who was right in there? Hoffman. And so, to your point, I see no reason not to start with that trio. Yeah.
0: Well, and you know, that's when we were talking about glass half empty, that Zadina is probably a name that I should have mentioned.
1: Well, now it sounds like, you know, I don't know if you heard the commentary or not, but now it kind of sounds like he's been banged up the last little bit. And so it makes me wonder if it's like a, you know, like a Jonathan Dolan 2.0 kind of thing where oh, geez. he he he's injured, which prevents him from doing what he does best. And then people get mad at him because he's not doing what he does best. You know what I mean? Mm, I feel that. It's just something to keep an eye on. I can't say if that's definitively what it is one way or the other.
0: Is there anybody else that you would give a hero? Away? Like I don't. I mean, if if it's just the one, like it's so deserving that we don't need to give out another one, that's fine.
1: Um, I would just say the Sharks. I would just say that line. You know, the the duo, I guess, because they've kind of had a couple different guys cycle through, but just Carpenter and Cunning as a duo. Like I felt like they've played really well defensively, and they've gotten chances offensively too as well. And we touched a little bit on it last week, but I just think getting those kinds of contributions from the bottom of your lineup i mean it's not going to help this team win the stanley cup but it's again talking about trends you know like you're sort of setting good expectations so i would just say kind of maybe an honorable mention to that duo if anything yeah absolutely uh man i wasn't aware
0: that um that al had a burner account no okay My, uh, my other hero, if anything, it's, uh, well, it's not a hero, honorable mention stick taps to, uh, to all the people that for whatever reason decided to, uh, come out of the woodwork to respond to a tweet that I had around the, uh, the whole Quinn thing, which we'll get into here in a second, but it's like, dude, I've never had many people have this, or I've never had this many people who don't follow me have never tweeted at me before come at me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, camper fucking move. Uh zero. Uh, I said it already, dude. Uh, and I hate to. I think I think Ferraro is a hell of a guy. Mm-hmm. And again, as I stated earlier, I think a lot of it also has to do with deployment lack of options that he's playing. He's being he's being made to play above his head. Right. But ugh, I mean who uh, give me a couple other options? Maybe I'll just glom onto you, one of yours.
1: Um. Well, and and it's it's begrudging because I don't want to do it, but maybe it'll you know maybe it'll give them a bump. But I'm I kind of was hoping that through 18 games, uh, Anthony Duclair would have more than three goals. Oh, you are so right. You know, especially because I think like of of the guys that the Sharks brought in, right? Hoffman, Granlin, Duclair, Zadina, like of all those forwards that kind of came in, right? Like. Duclair is the best of the bunch and he's the most likely to have a future on this team beyond this year kind of thing. And so it really kind of bums me out that he hasn't been able to do more, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? For
0: honorable me- mention on the hero side of it, I'm going to say Zetterlin.
1: Okay. I'm going
0: to throw that in there. Uh, but the others, the other zero, I I mean, you were scratched for four straight games. Mark Edward Vlasic.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is a new level of bad for him. Yeah.
0: It's. Let me ask you this. Ask it. Do you think Mark Edward, despite whatever the contract is, do you think Vlasic is in teal next season? Yes. Regularly? No. Like we're talking 70.
1: Mm. I mean, it's hard to say right now just because we don't know how the rest of the season is gonna go. You like, know? I, like I almost um,
0: feel like it's what happens if the if the Sharks wave him? Can they? He's gonna be can he's they, gonna be as one part of this contract.
1: Um he's got the he so his his deal converted um this season actually uh, to a modified no trade clause. So they could if they wanted to. Um but he would be the highest-paid AHL defenseman probably of all time. Um, and the thing is, like, right now, if Lassick continues at this same pace, he's only going to play in 55 games this year. Um,
0: well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's something that you just start, you know, he only plays, like, uh, one of every three games.
1: I mean, right now, the thing is, thing is, dude, to your point, right now it doesn't really matter but say sure hypothetically say two years from now the sharks are in a position where they're trying to win games and vlasic is not one of the six defensemen to help you do that of course
0: and uh, ryan saying uh, you know asking they can't buy vlasic out yeah they can you don't want it's- this <laughs> guy around here any any longer than he needs to be and the Sharks obviously not projected, not doing well. I mean, we can all see it. Not going to do well this year. Likely not doing well next year. This it's the I've said it before. I think this is like a three year plan. These first three years of Greer, just go and look at cap friendly. Look at the length of the contracts. The vast majority of them all end next season. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's a, a large part of it. So but buying him out to just keep him around when you can just sit his ass not to mention the fact that um
1: what what, what's the cap going up next season about five five mil um three and a half to five if yeah if the projections if the projections are correct it'll be somewhere between three and a half and four
0: okay so see so you got that but yeah there's 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 no reason to buy him out you don't want that more dead money on the books the
1: only the only way it would make sense to buy him out is if you're is if you think you're gonna be a good team next year or you need to make room for something else. Exactly. Like, and the Sharks you have... don't need that. Right. And and to And you Ian's know, to... pointing out. Well co-
0: the contract's we'll... all signing bonus, so the buyout would be fucking brutal.
1: Brutal, yes, but compared to when this conversation was had two years ago, not so much. Um nice. <laughs> but here's the other thing to think about too. So um when Minnesota Wild, when they bought out Parisian Suter. They were kind of in a transition. And so it makes you think, like, why buy them out if you don't totally know that you're going to make the playoffs? And, mm-hmm. well, it was because they needed, you know, they needed cap space to re-sign Jule Eriksson to re-sign Kirill Kaprizov, to re-sign their freaking captain. You know what I mean? So I yeah. don't think if you apply that same logic to this situation, I don't think it makes sense to buy out Vlasic unless you think you're going to be good next year or you have somebody that you need to resign <laughs>
0: dude, and
1: dude Kevin in the <laughs> hint, chat hint,
0: hint. <laughs> dude Kevin in the chat just went super fucking dark dude <laughs> should the shark start playing vlasic 40 minutes a game to increase his odds of suffering a career ending injury <laughs> dude that is fucking dark no I'd, uh, like, i like i mean dude i get what you're saying and you know uh, like i understand the joke i get it no, if anything, it's uh, no. You're you're watching more games from the press box than anything, but yeah, and Denver saying it as well. E- you just eat the contract, move on in a couple of years, and and it's fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, you don't want to stretch this out any longer. Uh, so we move on here. All right, Darren Drager, your boy on mm-hmm. overdrive mm-hmm. suggested the Oilers should be making advances. Making kissy faces at the sharks in their hopes of securing Mackenzie Blackwood. Sure. And uh, but you know the the one thing that popped in my head before we dive into this, I wonder how many of the people who that wrote articles about what Drager said, I wonder how they would feel if people were writing articles based on their articles or reporting for clicks. I mean, just seriously, you could just tweet a link to the Overdrive episode. Instead of using, you know, fashioning his quote to or using his quote to fashion an article for clicks, it's, I just, just, God, whatever. But bro, you build from the net out. If I'm the Sharks, I tell the Oilers to go fuck themselves. Because it's like this is the like you had said earlier. It's how how much of a rotating door has the goalie, the you know the crease been? They Mm -hmm. finally seem to have found something to solidify that position, why, like, to me it would be colossally fucking stupid. Uh, The only way I make this deal is if the oiler, like, as part of all the the details in the contract, uh, as you know, say for whatever reason, just say it, the oilers get blackwood and still suck. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The only way I would make that deal and of course, this would never happen. But the only way I would cut that deal is that there's a stipulation in the contract that says, "Oh, if you still end up with the number one pick this year, the shark you, the Oilers and the Sharks trade picks." There's no way they don't get out of this with first overall because it's too fucking important.
1: I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it makes sense to trade Blackwood to anybody. Like I, a, like I completely Oilers. agree with you, unless, unless. There's only two scenarios where it makes sense. The team that wants Blackwood offers you a return that you're just dying to have, to your point, first overall. Yep. Or something comparable. Uh, Or option number two is you somehow decide that all of a sudden you have a surplus of quality goaltenders, which the Sharks (laughs) do not. (laughs) Yeah, not even close. Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, but it's just, I, I see a, a lot debunked. of... Debunked,
1: t- next question.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I saw this talk about the, all these rumors, oh, the Oilers and the Hurricanes should be pounding on San Jose's door. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and reading this shit or listening to it, I'm I'm just... All I'm doing is, uh, the you know, in my head, I can hear Jerk going, no, if you're Mike Greer, you're blocking those area codes. Yeah. Not even taking your calls. All right, so... I think what we're saying here is, you ain't getting Blackwood, fuck off. Then, following the Seattle game, here we go again. Fire Quinn. Fire Quinn. Quinn gotta go. Now remember, he is on the second of a three-year deal. My first question to the people screaming Fire Quinn, fine, you want to shout Fire Quinn from the rooftops, the mountaintops, whatever, that's great. But you know what? I don't want to hear it unless you give me a better option. Not and 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 quote anyone else is not an actual option. (laughs) You know the the sharks started eight D against Seattle. Was that Quinn's fault or was that a lack of options? Right. You know that was Lebanc getting slew footed, so he was scratched and Vlasic scratched due to sucking. So Quinn played the cards he was dealt. If anything, I could see people blaming Greer for not calling somebody up or giving Quinn better players. But, dude, everybody predicted, including us, the Sharks would be bad. I don't know that we thought they would be quite this bad, but everybody, publications, podcasts, NHL radio, everybody, the Sharks are going to suck this year. And now you have people coming out, oh, this team is embarrassing, fire everyone. (laughs) you know it's a last season there were fans saying the sharks screwed themselves out of getting bedard with those extra wins Uh (laughs) and today they're the the worst team have the best odds and now it's oh this is embarrassing fire everyone pick a lane (laughs) you know let me ask you this if you had your your choice between for a head coach would you choose david quinn or bob bugner
1: Honestly, because it doesn't matter, I would flip a coin. I mean, I think, you know, when you get a bit more nuanced and you go into the conversations that we had had about Bog Bogner's apparent refusal to play young players, I would say David Quinn. But at the same time, with this team, it could be me behind the bench and nothing will matter. Yeah,
0: but my point being that it's like, well, the, this team performed better when Bugner was here. So I mean w- wouldn't that mean Bugner's the better coach?
1: Well, AJ, let me tell you something. And I had to call the NHL to confirm this. <laughs> they only give out one Stanley Cup. And I'm sorry to tell you the Sharks didn't get it the I've, years. I've heard Bugner that. was coaching. I've heard that. I'm glad
0: you mm-hmm. were able to confirm it.
1: I'm sorry to tell you that. But just on so, my
0: point being is that it's like, well, based on the numbers, Bugner's a better coach, but there was a whole bunch of people calling oh no Boogner was horrible, or whatever. Yeah, but the numbers—he won more games. Why did he win more games? Is it because- more high-end talent? Thank you. There's my point. <laughs> he had more talent. So please, with the fire Quinn stuff, stop. With this lineup, you could have Tony fucking Robbins in there doing motivational speaking. It's not going to make a difference. Now and then to to the other fact have you have you heard of a coach named jay woodcroft mhm did he not did i dream this did he have the best winning percentage of edmonton oilers coaches in history yep and we're we're talking a franchise that had a player by the name of wayne gretzky
1: i heard that guy was good too
0: yeah so so i guess jay woodcroft is a better coach than the guy who won multiple cups with wayne gretzky eh Seems that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you get what I'm saying. It's just. Well, there's there's
1: too much nuance, right?
0: Well, to me, no, it's not. I mean, there's nuance when you and I have a discussion like this. Like you can go down certain rabbit holes. My point is, I'm just uh, the whole fire. Anytime the sharks shit the bed, it's fire Quinn. It's not hey bench this idiot for not doing something or bench this guy or whatever. It's fire Quinn. And I'm like,
1: give me a break. Well, and what I mean to say is there's more nuances. It's not that simple, right? It's not as simple to say, Oh, fire Quinn, because since the shark, this is the third head coach since the sharks have started missing the playoffs consistently. Like at the end of the day, it's the, it's the players and it's the person who assembles the team. Right. And now that said, the Sharks being bad, I don't think anybody deserves any kind of criticism for that because this was all part of the plan. You you tell me this. Answer this question for me. Mm -hmm. We know what the Sharks are. We knew what they were last year and in the offseason and coming into this year. Imagine if Mike Greer had said, we are so sick of losing. We are so sick of missing the playoffs. We are going to trade every draft pick and prospect that we have in order to ostensibly purchase a roster to make the freaking playoffs. You know how many people would be like on life support after hearing that? Absolutely. Well,
0: and when it comes to like, you can't force it. Well, it was, uh, we need to fire Wilson. Oh, well, Wilson's not here anymore. Well then now, okay, we need to fire the coach or whatever. You know who I would say, like, if you want to run this shit back, I would think the people that need to be given the pink slip, if they're still around, can can we talk about whoever drove the draft picks between 2013 and 2019? Because last I checked, they took like 40-plus players. Two of them are still here. Two. One of them is Mario Ferraro, who is, as we've already stated our piece earlier on Ferraro. The other one is Kevin LeBanc. If you had to put some scratch on it right now, be honest. Are you betting that Kevin LeBanc is in a Sharks jersey next season? I'm not. Nope. No way. Yeah.
1: So and now the thing you, is. So now you're down to one. Well, and the thing is, you look at look at the teams that have won Stanley Cups just in the last 15 years, right? Chicago, um, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Vegas, Tampa, Los Angeles, right? The, I should say. Teams that have won multiple Cups, obviously Vegas has not won multiple Cups, but Tampa, L.A., Pittsburgh, Chicago, uh, Boston, they've only won one Cup. Pittsburgh. But been to, but they, yeah, Pittsburgh. Boston's only won one Cup, but they've been to three finals, right? What do all those teams have in common? They have backfill. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, we won the Cup with this team or we made the final with this team and it was awesome. And, you know, the salary cap, we got to trade some guys and guys retire and whatever. But it doesn't matter because we have backfill. Wasn't Vasilevsky a pick? Um. Yeah, he was Tampa's first round pick in 2012. Hey, now that they traded for, they traded for that first, by the way. So wow, that's why that's why we always say, you know, when the Sharks make a make a a, a sneaky a sneaky deal, you know, Jacob Magna for a fourth round pick. Well, don't be so sure. Yeah, and, you let, know. And, and
0: look, let, let's let's be fair about it. You're not no team is going to hit every every you know if they did then it'd be the same Stanley Cup winner every season,
1: yeah, but you got to hit at least fifty percent of yeah the time. yeah
0: yeah that coin has the, the yeah the coin can't have a better percentage of hitting than you do- mm-hmm. and I mean it's like Merkley was taken above Condre Miller mm-hmm. Uh, who is the one that we always like to get into? The, oh, the one that they uh, they traded up to get Marco Mueller and the two picks that were taken in you. Who was Anthony, it?
1: Anthony Mantha and Tyler Bertuzzi. Oh,
0: That's such a kick in the balls. So I
1: mean, that's that's, that's a third of a top six right there.
0: Yeah. So you, you, you just kind of go, oh, yo, 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 yo. Now, let's look at what has happened over the last couple seasons. I mean, Quentin Musty. Over like two games has had what like five goals and four assists. Yeah, in, it's been good. Yeah. Last time I looked, that's good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Had a hat
1: trick. Many people are saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, hat trick the other night. Earlier today, two goals and assist. Uh, Will Smith is second, I believe, on Boston College in scoring. And uh, Haltonen had uh, a hat trick this week. Mm-hmm. So like, again, it's it's. All part of the plan. Go go watch The Dark Knight. This is all part of the plan. Let's see what this team looks like in a couple years. You know, this is you know what I feel like as a lot of Sharks fans with all the uh the fire Queen bullshit and like this whole rebuild. It's this is a fan base. They want the baby, they don't want the labor pants. Sure. Stop. Stop it. So let's get on to uh, some of the stuff around the NHL. This, this tickled me to no end. NA, it was announced that NHL's NHL teams with NBA and MLB to launch Responsible Gaming Campaign. Sure. Sure. I mean, it, you have to think it's kind of funny when over the last five years, how many times now have we seen it that part of every pregame show they show what betting odds are on the game. I mean, everything is draft kings and draft pros and, and this, that, and the other. I mean, but can I say a few names? Like, oh, Tim Peel, Evander Kane, Pete Rose, Tim Donahue, Shane Pinto. In other news, San Quentin inmates are launching a campaign about respecting law enforcement. I mean, bro, you... You you bet responsibly, sir. Well, yeah, because I okay. Let me ask you this: Do you need somebody to beat you over the head with ads about that, or do you just like look at your bank statement and go, "This is how much I can afford to lose"? Let's have a fun.
1: Well, it it it's the same thing with everything else, right? Drink responsibly. Yeah, everything in moderation. No, but not even that. That's not my point. My point is, is that a lot of these. Um, you know these whatever these these publications or these commercials or whatever you want to call them it's just it's more about like all of these things it's 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 more about vocabulary than it is about action like you say oh hey aj bet responsibly and then i turn around and leave the other way and you know don't look at you while you're putting your freaking life savings on the on the pie gal table you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like i think like i'm all for like I'm all for sports gambling because I think it's fun and I think it can create conversation and create a buzz. But there needs to be avenues for people who do get into trouble to have to get help. And it needs to be more than just a commercial. There needs to be actual action.
0: That's see, that's what I'm saying. But and again, and I understand, you know, Ian saying some people can't moderate. Oh, that's fine. Then don't do it at all. You know? Yeah, but
1: that's the thing. It's the same thing as any other kind of addiction where it's a sickness. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. So so get treated for it.
1: But Easier said than done sometimes.
0: Perhaps. But just I don't know. Hearing like a responsible gaming campaign, it's to me in my mind, I just it just seems like such a I don't know. It it just seems like one of the, it could be the most hypocritical thing I've ever heard where it's like this responsible gaming campaign is going to be brought to you by bet MGM,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as Put guy said. It's it, I don't know. I, I just think it it's so ridiculously hypocritical that it's going to be you know bet responsibly like if I want to gamble, I know where to go. I don't need advertisements telling me every every five seconds watching a game. like I think it's it's overkill. But the other thing that that, that kind of gets me on this, Shane Pinto, what did he he, he lost half a season, right? Mm-hmm. For, because he because he gambled, and it, it, and from what I understand, he didn't gamble on the NHL. Right. Okay. Half a season. How much did that cost him?
1: Uh, well, he doesn't have a contract, so currently nothing. Oh well. But if you want to be technical,
0: it certainly uh, would have cost him in the deal he would have signed because now he's a
1: problem. But here's the thing. it cost him it cost him games from his career. yep, and it also, from what I understand, and this has just been spoken about, I don't know that it's been confirmed. but from what I understand, when this came out, Ottawa pulled all of their contract offers off the table, and they said, "You have your q o. If you want to play, you can sign it.
0: Boom. Okay. well, here, can I show you something real quick? If you must? I must. Um, have you heard of a cat by the name of uh, Jake Truba?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, the way he just completely, I mean, just tries to decapitate Trent Frederick. I mean, if, if these guys aren't on ice wearing skates, Jacob is going to jail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just, it blows my mind. That you can gamble on a game, lose 41 games, all that salary or whatever. You you almost kill a guy. Five grand, no problem. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Which I think, you know, no harm. But it's like, oh, no, it's only five grand. Right. Again, this is another one where I think, like, it needs to be... the And I understand the NHLPA, they negotiated all this or whatever. But I see something like that where a guy uses their stick as a weapon... I go back to five game minimum. that's where we that's where we start and and, and I don't want to hear the 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 other angle bullshit even, I mean even dangle had a great tweet about that. He was like, you know uh what, what's the guy uh, yeah truba Truba you know swings the stit totally drills and uh, drills uh Trent Frederick in the head, and in this other angle, jake Tril- Truba totally nails Frederick in the head.
1: Mhm.
0: I mean, either way, and and see I'm right there with Kevin saying, you know, look, the angle it doesn't look nearly as bad in in one particular angle. It's still that's a suspension minimum. The fact that that only cost 5 grand. I'm like, "Come on." And is it is this a case of, you know, the uh the fox guarding the hen house like when it comes to uh What's the guy who's running player safety? Isn't he a former tough guy? Paris?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that really the guy we should have there in that position?
1: Well, and it's like, <sighs> you know, I, I think the rationale is like, oh, um, let's put a tough guy in player safety because they know what to look for.
0: You know? Yeah. See, I feel it's like, oh, I could have talked take That's fine. You know, that should only be five grand. I could have taken that.
1: If you ask me, player safety should be a team. Absolutely. Should be like five guys.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. They vote and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, uh, let's move on along the NHL. What the hell is going on with Corey Perry and the Blackhawks? I know we mentioned it earlier. What is going on there? Personal reasons. Is it that the Chicago are tired of Corey Perry's personality? Is that the personal reason part of it? Because it's It's just so weird that they are being so tight-lipped on this and let's be honest, Chicago Blackhawks the last time they were tight-lipped about something anyway how proud of you how proud were you I should say how proud were you of Mark Andre Fleury this week?
1: very proud. Okay
0: oh, so for those of you who don't know as part of Native American Heritage Night and to honor his wife who is Native. Mark Andre Fleury had a custom designed mask created by Cole Redhorse Taylor. Masks had quotes his dad on the back, had his kids' names. And the NHL came out and said, Oh yeah, you can't wear that in even in warmups. Agent Alan Walsh said Fleury. and this is, you know, this is the same. Dude, have you ever seen an agent in a guy in a player's corner harder than this guy? No. <laughs> this is the guy who tweeted out the uh, the pick with the uh, sword through Flurry, right? Yes. Oh, man. So he offered to pay whatever fine the league would levy. Then the NHL threatened that the Wild organization would pay an additional significant fine. And of course, to me, I'm going, dude, Flurry makes $3.5 mil a year. The Wild are valued at $1.8 per Sportico, and the mask is being auctioned off. And your ignorant policies and Flurry's actions have all but guaranteed it's going to go for at least twice what it was expected. And then the NHL completely capitulated; they caved. Yeah. No fines. No, no. So where are we right now with this? With the I mean, should it just be a case of like players just go out there and dare the NHL?
1: Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing. Um... You know, it's the same thing when Travis Dermott had the pride tape on his stick where it was like, this is a cause I believe in. I don't really care what you say. And, and
0: how bad is the NHL going to look if they try to find these guys?
1: They're going to look really stupid and they're going to look really tone deaf considering the initiatives that they allegedly hold to be important. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I know that there's some guys, they have like crosses, they've got Bible
0: verses on their masks. So like, I just don't understand how, oh, okay, your religious beliefs trump. Somebody other beliefs in, you know, I don't know, like hockey being for everyone per se.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just, I, this whole thing that Bettman said, okay, since a couple people don't care for it, we're, we're banning it across the line. I just, I think we, we need to go back and just say, you know what? The guys are more than uh, welcome to wear whatever specialty jersey they want to. And if they don't want to, they don't have to. And we all just be adult about it and get on with our lives. Right. Do you think Ovechkin saved hockey with Sidney Crosby? Yes. And why
1: do you say that? Well, specifically for Pittsburgh, had Pittsburgh not drafted Sidney Crosby, they would have... Had to file bankruptcy and relocate, um, but also their situation
0: under- was that dire in that
1: moment. It was wow. Okay. You also have to un- you also have to understand that what's what's called the dead puck era ended when those two guys entered the league, and since they entered the league, sc- goal scoring per game is way up. Plus, to add on top of it, they were kind of the to my recollection, the first guys in a while. And I think it's a product of them joining at the same time, you know, same time, you know, right. Sid versus Ovi kind of thing. But that was the NHL's like biggest marketing campaign that they've had, like maybe ever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, also I mean, coming out of a lockout where interest may have been waning. I well, mean, there's so many the games factors. were being shown on OLN
0: and versus at that point. Right. So, That and, you know, if you go back and look, get on YouTube, just type in NHL funny commercials. Mm -hmm. There are some really good commercials that featured Sydney and Alex, including, you know, some national ones that were like part of ESPN or whatnot, where there was one that depicted Ovi as like a Russian spy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There are some good ones in there. So does it kind of, because we're talking almost 20 years ago, right?
1: Yeah, 2005 is when they both
0: entered the league. So at that point, doesn't this kind of goes back to something you were mentioning over the last week or so. How did the NHL get so bad at marketing?
1: Yeah, it, it, I honestly, I don't have a good answer for you because they are bad, especially considering of the four major sports, they're probably fourth in terms of popularity.
0: Oh, see, I'd say fifth out of the four.
1: <laughs> but, you know, they just... I don't know, man. They just keep finding ways, you know?
0: (laughs) We mentioned it a couple, uh, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago or last week, it was probably last week, that the PWHL came out with the six teams that they're going to have, and they, or I should say the six cities that were going to have teams, and there's no names, no mascots. Somebody went down the rabbit hole and found out that, A legal entity secured some trademarks on some names. So the PWHL team sound, at least at this point, if we're going to have the Toronto Torch, the Montreal Echo, the Ottawa Alert, Minnesota Superior, Boston Wicked, and New York Sound. Now I should note, all six of those names... Those are all singularity, which is really odd. You know, so few. Th- is there more than th- the two in the NHL? There's the Lightning and the Avalanche. Is there one more? Kraken. There you go. I can't think of another one. Mm. not saying that there isn't.
1: Yeah, nothing comes to mind.
0: Yeah, So, but you get what I'm saying, right? Oh, the Wild. Wild, yep, good one. But what do you... What Okay, so Toronto Torch. I
1: don't know. I think they're all fine. I think...
0: Like, Ottawa Alert? Uh, Minnesota well, I Superior? Good. Boston well, it, Wicked is my top pick.
1: I mean, you want to be different, right? You want to stand out. And again, two weeks in a row, right? This is the second week in a row we've talked about the PWHL, <laughs> you know, and we're talking about the league. That's what people want. And Light, that's lightning,
0: they, that's another one.
1: That's, that's what they want. And so... I think it's fun. I think they're unique. I I think you know a lot of team names are kind of, you know, either the name itself or the con the concept. I think a lot of it is recycled, and so it's nice to see something that's different.
0: Uh, oh, Barracuda, singular, and it's
1: not an NHL team though.
0: Uh, well, I know, but we're just talking names. Uh, not so mid major. Pointing out a lot of WMB names are like that. There's mm-hmm. you know there's the New York Liberty. Um. You'll have to forgive me. I don't know any very many in the way of WNBA teams, but maybe that is. Maybe that's a way to kind of distinguish your uh, product from the men's side. But I like it. It's mm-hmm. interesting. It definitely gives you some options. Oh man, tweet of the week. We have to. Uh, we got to. We got to uh, give a little stick tap to Puck Guy on this one. He delivered the photo. What in the fuck is this? <laughs> what?
1: It's a In, bit low, huh?
0: When the fuck is this? So Fanatics continues to ruin the brand of Mitchell and Ness that they purchased. I, what is it about every time Fanatics purchases a property that has a, a pretty solid reputation? And, and Mitchell and Ness at that point, sterling reputation. And I look at the, I look at these jerseys. First off, just to, not even on the logo placement. I look at that 2000 patch and I'm like, what in God's name is that? I look at the names like these. The name lo- bar seems a bit low. Everything about this seems off. Like, I, I look at this and I go, you would see these at a swap meet in Tijuana. Like, the quality of these, I, I don't even get it. And the other thing I want to note, who the hell put this on the floor? Like, I I worked in retail at one point. If I saw this jersey, it immediately would have went into a return pile. So I don't even understand how how that's out there. And it should be noted, these abominations are selling for $200. A year ago, if you remember, Adidas did a classic run of a couple different ones, including the uh, very original Sharks jersey, and the quality was a thousand times better than this, and it was $50 less. I mean, dude, these look fake.
1: I well, would, dude, if I was running the store, I'd send them all back. I wouldn't say they look fake as much as they look incorrectly plated.
0: Well, dude, from what I understand, people said that the color teal is completely off in person.
1: Uh, I would disagree with that. I saw them in person. It looked fine to me. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. It's because, and AJ, you know this. You know? Puck guy knows this. The teal that this era jersey used is a bit, 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 bit different than the teal that's used now. It's a little more on the blue side. And I think that's maybe some commentary from newer fans. Or people who are more accustomed to the current jerseys, just speculating. I feel you, but
0: I I just don't understand who like who was the person that that adhered that crest and thought that looked fine.
1: I don't know. Makes I, you think.
0: Oh, this is just horrific. And I would I would almost bet you could get on eBay right now. Find a CCM or a Coho or a Nike or whatever. So, you know, these are replicas. You can go find a replica and it would probably be cheaper and 10,000 times better quality. And what is with these obnoxious tags on the bottom, on the waist? Ugh. I don't know. Just everything about this was wrong. If I was the Sharks, if I had any. Any type of pull or whatever, I would pull all of these down, send them back whoever shipped the team and say, "We don't want them. We're not selling these. They suck. Stop ruining our brand." Now, all that being said, what if the current shark jersey looked like this? I would like that. I would love that. Like, dude, just, just make the, the interior stripe gray on the sleeves and on the waist, and we have a winner. Because I love the fact that the the white of the original crest, it now offers balance to that new white shoulder marker. You feel me?
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Chef's kiss. I love this. This is found on Reddit, by the way. But And oh, we do have a little video of fanatics making the change over to adidas jerseys i don't know if you guys have seen this yeah pretty easy i think it'll go really well everybody will be buying those there you go let's get to the cuda before we get out of here Oh, your San Jose Barracuda. They did play three this week, including a 5-4 sneaky win over San Diego. They tried to hand the game back to the goals, who uh, just suck this year. And that's saying a lot when you look at where the Barracuda are at. That handed the goals their 12th straight loss. Bortolo potted two of the three Cuda power play goals. And former Cuda, Andrew Agazzino, had a goal and an assist. But Ethan Cardwell had a three-point night with a goal and two assists. And during a pair this weekend against the Ontario Rain, the CUDA, Cuda were shut out 3-0 in game one, lost 4-2 yesterday. They're currently 8th of 10th in the Pacific. And if you want to talk about firing coaches, how is nobody bringing up John McCarthy?
1: Yeah, it's I, I hate I hate to even think about it, but it feels like I don't know. It just kind of feels like he's going to have as much runway as possible, you know?
0: And I don't get, why is that? Because he was part, you know, he came up and he was a player. And I mean, like last time I look like results matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't feel like the CUDA have had pretty solid results. Like weren't a lot of people predicting saying that the, 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 the Barracuda, the results were going to be there this year. Like they're going to have a pretty decently stacked. Well, they team? were
1: supposed to, they were supposed to be last year too. Shh. <sighs>
0: So, yeah, makes me wonder why nobody mentions John McCarthy's name and maybe sweeping that whole group and starting over with people that, I don't know, perhaps have a known reputation to deal and coach at that level and help bring guys up. But
1: Well, you see, AJ, here's the thing.
0: Uh-oh. I'm about to get that schooled. That would require
1: people to have heard about the Barracuda before. <laughs> whether whether you like it or not that's just the truth
0: yeah so anyway for more on the barracuda and the prospects as we said earlier you know we talked about will smith quentin musty casper halton and make sure that you find our buddies on the tweety machine ian reed sharks jewels mark e mark they're on the tweety always doing the the tweets oh yes Oh my bad totally apologize for that uh, they're always out there tweeting about the Cuda and other San Jose prospects in the pipeline. So make you sure, make you sure you go hit them. Who is no one? Like, what am I even doing here? So, wait, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, all right. Ian, Ian had it. Okay, look, I try to do my rundowns, and sometimes not everything fits. Calm down, people. <laughs> Call me out on your show. <laughs>
1: no. <sighs> okay, if it came off wrong, that's my bad. Oh, <laughs> not that no one knows the bear exists. exist more people need to know the bear could exist
0: oh 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 that was that's on you I'm that wasn't on me you. oh okay cool
1: <laughs> no that's what i meant oh i got you which again that is true more people do need to know about the barracuda absolutely which is, which is why the names you mentioned put out the content that they do there you go uh sir
0: how much, uh, oh, we <laughs> How much time on ice did Hurdle spend this week? Oh, let me just
1: wrap it up. I'm hungry.
0: How much time on ice did Hurdle spend? I'm trying to get us out of here. Tell me the answer so we can hand out a prize.
1: 69 minutes and 69 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> nice. Huh, nice. So a conversation is going to need to be had, but we'll get into it. Oh, so fuck. I know. Every so, week with this. Well, you know. Uh, so... Through the four games, Hurdle, uh, your buddy, he played 86 minutes and 49 seconds over the four games. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to tell you, the uh, as it was a couple weeks ago.
0: It was highest the, without going over, yeah. It always is. All right.
1: As it was a couple weeks ago, the highest guess was the winner. <laughs> <laughs> and and who, who
0: was that? Please tell me it's somebody that's that hasn't won yet.
1: Uh, it is somebody that hasn't won yet. Yes. Um, I think you are going to maybe bang your head on the wall uh, when I tell you who won.
0: It's got to be somebody who is in the US 48. It's
1: not. Fuck. <laughs> not only are they not in the US 48, they are not in North America. Is it Tiger? N- it is Tiger. God damn it. <laughs> like a tiger, <sighs> our buddy, famous in the Discord server with 84 minutes and 56 seconds as his guest is the winner 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 okay
0: uh tiger we're gonna have to work some shit out offline if i'm gonna get this to you and you are going to have to pay some freight if you don't want to pay the freight i understand that just tell me now we'll move on to the next person who won <laughs> <laughs> because i'm guaranteeing you dude freight to australia for this box is probably going to be somewhere in the ballpark of like 55 60 bucks and and that might be me uh, that might be me lowballing so oh wait a minute we can donate to pat wait, pat's local
1: pat is in Pat is in, like, um, I don't want to say where, but...
0: Is in the U.S. 48. They're,
1: yeah, they're in California.
0: Oh, well, see. Okay, Tiger, good on you then. What, what? Well,
1: okay, Well, okay, hold on a second, because there's some controversy here. Uh-oh. Now, should, as the, and this is a debate, as the organizers of the giveaway, should we say next caller? Or, as the winner of the giveaway, should Tiger say, this is who I want you to give it to?
0: Oh, I think that's totally on Tiger. That it's they they own the prize.
1: Fair enough. So Tiger said also in the chat. Tiger said they were going to chat at you, so maybe a solution has worked out. All right then. Uh, I how, think I think donating it to Pat. I think more was was more trying to be funny. Uh.
0: All right, we're gonna <laughs> have to. T- okay, so just in case, in case the the person who came in second. which there was a person who came in second of course uh so taiga you need to i think illustrate in the chat are you serious are you trying to be like a nice guy and say hey you know what give it to pat that's fine or are you be being a smart ass and then we're just going to give it to the let's just give it to Tyga. it's on you dude should we just give it to the person who's second uh you know next caller while you do that uh jerk and i are going to try to figure out what the hell are we going to do for the four games this week
1: Oh, there's four games again. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's the Capitals. It's the Bruins. It's the Devils. Devils and oh, Zetterlund's return. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, and Timo Meyer.
1: Yeah, but it's in Jersey.
0: So. Yeah, and the Rags.
1: And the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I don't know because we we had snapped around a couple ideas. Uh, Might have been two weeks ago or three weeks ago.
0: I'm really bummed that this past week we didn't we, we didn't know to be able to go. How many times David Quinn says "freaking" in the uh, post game? Right,
1: or... you know you know there's another f word that ends in g. He wants to say.
0: <laughs> so how how we uh, how we gonna fuck this pig?
1: Well, uh, do you want to address Tiger? Tiger said we should give it to second place.
0: Really? Okay. Fuck you, Pat. All right. So, second place then.
1: Second place.
0: Hold on, let me let me make sure we put his comment you know out there so we can screenshot it yeah, if need it's be. Yeah, all
1: above, it's all above board. Yeah, sorry, Pat. And <laughs> in second place with 84 minutes and 48 seconds. This person was only a couple of, actually really quite interesting thing here. This person's guess was 8 seconds uh 8 seconds away from Tiger's guess. This person also made a typo and sent me a correction.
0: (laughs) That somebody wanted to make sure they had it together. I like that. I love the uh, the commitment to the cause.
1: Yeah, this person originally said forty eight minutes, and I was like, "Uh, "Guy, there's four games." (laughs) And and they sent a correction, so clearly it it worked out. Uh, Jim Reynolds. It's not a name I'm overly familiar with, but oh my, dude, I played.
0: Hold on, do me a favor. Yes. That's you know what? Nah, never mind. Oh my god, dude, he's gonna laugh his ass off, dude. That's who I went to the Barracuda game with last
1: week. <laughs> that's hilarious,
0: dude. I played softball with him and his wife forever.
1: Yeah. Um, so they were they were the winner, <laughs> dude. Um, Jimmy,
0: congratulations! Bro. He do, <laughs> I, he he never watches us live. He always like picks us up like the next day on audio. So mm-hmm. it'll either be tomorrow or Tuesday. I'm going to be getting a text message from him, just laughing that he can't believe he won it. And to, yeah. be, f- to be fair, he's so nice. He may he may go ah eh, fuck it, give it to whoever came in
1: third. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if if no no, does, no 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 no, we're going to... <laughs> there might need to be an emergency podcast. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Jim Reynolds, like I said, uh, not a name I'm super familiar with. Like I said, but they've played in. Uh, Just doing a quick scan here. They've played in the last three giveaways. Um, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so that's fun. Oh, that's... uh, Jimmy! Dude, too cool. That's Uh, Molasses, I don't want to say who third is because I don't want to... Was it Molasses? It was not Molasses. Okay, then that's all that matters. Similar to to, uh, the ESPN Fantasy League we're doing in the Discord, similar to the prediction game we're doing in the Discord, Molasses was nowhere near first place. Uh, okay. And... See there you go. Now you can feel <laughs> better about it. I'm just kidding. My last. It. I'm just kidding. My last. You were in the. <laughs> you were in the top fifty percent on this one. I'll tell you that.
0: All right. What? What? How we? How we? Uh. Yeah. How we gonna do this, pig? Um. <laughs> Ferraro total penalty minutes. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I feel like <laughs> time on ice is one of the things that can be pretty consistent, it, along with um.
1: You know, save percentage. So let's 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 run the clock back here a little bit. So this season we've done penalties drawn, team save percentage, shots on goal four, shots on goal allowed, block shots for, hurdle ice time. So we're we've kind of yeah. I
0: mean, we can't get too crazy with this. I with four games this week, and There's a lot of runway. The, yeah, and with and I don't I don't have a problem with rehashing you know a couple of these I mean just based on the amount of time we have (laughs) for every Sunday we're going to rehash ones maybe this week four games um, and the fact that this week the Sharks finally did win once the shots on goal battle maybe we go that we do you know closest without going over total shots on goal over these next four games
1: you know, I'm not against it per se. Okay, give but... me
0: give me one you want. I'll go. I'm I'm totally willing to defer to you.
1: Yeah, I would think. I know because I made it. I suggested one a couple weeks ago that you really enjoyed, and and we didn't now... go with it. No, we because I think we were gonna save it. We were gonna save it for I think a week that had a lot of games, and then by last week we had forgotten. Oh, we got um, to we gotta write that shit down. We could do team faceoff percentage over the four games. We could do mm. power play percentage. We could do, I mean, we've done shots. We've done hit blocks. We could do hits, although that's kind of boring. Um, I don't think we've done blocks. Yeah, we did blocks. Uh, blocks was uh, last week's. That was shot. It was shot. I thought it was hurdles. Time on ice without going over was last week. Uh. Well, no, hurdle ice time was, like, this past week. Like, the week we talked about today was hurdle ice time. The week we talked about last week was block shots. Oh, and it's, very, okay. it's very confusing. That's why I always look at it as, like, what prize are we giving away? Like, that's how I always look at it.
0: I mean, do you, you want to go total saved?
1: That could be fun because, you know, the teams we're playing right now.
0: That's what molasses
1: wants. (laughs) I like, well, molasses needs to get a fucking win. So, you know, maybe, (laughs) you know, but, but you think about it, right? So you're playing, you're playing the Capitals, you're playing Boston, you're playing the Devils, you're playing the Rangers. The thing is, dude, like shots on goal, I'm sorry, saves, like similar to shots on goal is not a, it's not a straight line. You know what I mean? Like the capitals are completely fucking terrible and they could put up 40 tomorrow. And then on Friday, the sharks could hold the devils to 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what I like about doing specifically shots and saves and those kinds of things is you, you have to give it some thought. It's not as easy as being like, Oh 50, you know, like you actually have to think about it. So
0: So we're going four games, it's combined, so it doesn't matter if Kakinen starts all four yeah. or if they split them up. We're doesn't going. Doesn't matter if bo- if both goalies
1: play in every game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. you know, and it could matter. happen. Uh, so we're going total shots saved.
1: Yes, total saves.
0: Total saves yeah, over not these save
1: percentage. Total saves.
0: Yeah, total saves. All right. So as he stated, after a heavy holiday week for the Sharks. It's going to be heavy again. They're going to host the Capitals tomorrow before heading out on their longest road trip of the season. It's a six-game run that starts in Beantown. Followed by that, they're going to see Timo in New Jersey, and a week from tonight against the Rangers. Again, you know what that means, puck knowledgeers, puck We got to come up with a better name. Uh, we're going to take over after dark next week. So next Sunday, instead of our usual 7 p.m. Pacific start. We're going to be live immediately following the game against the Rangers. You know how it works, people. Total shots saved by the Sharks in these four games. Email your prediction. HockeyJerk10 at gmail.com. Your answers must be submitted tomorrow. What time does the uh, Capitals game
1: start? Tomorrow by puck drop.
0: Tomorrow, uh, Well, 7 p.m i will just say no,
1: I don't I don't care if it comes in. Okay, right by
0: puck drop. There in. you go. Uh so, I think that's okay. Yeah. Answers have to be submitted before the puck is dropped versus the Sharks and Capitals at SAP tomorrow. So uh tomorrow, November twenty seventh. Correct. Twenty twenty
1: three. And mm-hmm. we'll just announce <laughs> Yeah.
0: We'll announce the winner next week as we always do. And uh you know what? I'm feeling froggy. Sure. Another prize pack. We're doing all three on this one.
1: Okay. All right. I see you.
0: So yeah. Full, full and a signed placard. Oh, hey now. Full, full, full go. Because I'm feeling again, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Had a good weekend, man. Nice. So uh, I was feeling feeling froggy.
1: And just so just in case anybody needs needs something to need something to target, this pat the four games this past week, there were a hundred and nine saves. As we go. said though. Sharks are playing a couple good teams. They're also playing a couple shitty teams. And as we know, any dog can have their day.
0: So, And the Sharks were trending up before the whole Seattle debacle. Yep. So Washington
1: and, Capitals are frauds.
0: <laughs> and like I said, for the first time this season, during a game this week, they actually had more shots on goal than they allowed. So I, I love the fact that we just keep needling that where people... Man, I was gonna say this, but now they said that. Now I gotta change my. (laughs) Uh, So we've already
1: we've already gotten three submissions into the email. Nice, and I will tell you this: it shouldn't come as a surprise. Molasses is one of them. He was number one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing he
0: can win: quickest submission. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Ramon, are you serious? (laughs) What are we guessing again? Total shots saved by the Sharks over the next four games.
1: There it is. All right. Here's the thing. You know what's fun? I, I I can't decide what I like more. Say it. Seeing like seeing reoccurring submissions because that means that like we have a following, or seeing new submissions because we're growing or reaching out to more people. You know? Uh, I, can, I can't tell what I like can, more. Can both be if things be true? Sure. <laughs>
0: And uh, and for the for past winners that have not received their prize packs yet, that hey, dude, I have day job. Sometimes it supersedes doing this little dog and pony thing, but all remaining prizes will ship this week. Just let you know. So if you're still waiting,
1: uh, and just and also just to just to do some housekeeping on that one, um, let's see, just to do some housekeeping, Bozosaurus, uh, Brandon Workman. Brett Jansen, Sean Rashkes and then Jim Reynolds. Those are people waiting for prizes just to do the housekeeping. I felt like one of those already shipped out something to that name. Well, uh, yeah, because Brandon, Brandon Workman, he was the fake oh, winner a yes. month ago. And then last week he was the real winner. Got it. Got it. Which, you know, happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, those will all be going out. For fucking Jim, I could just probably meet him at the next Cuda game. All right, so the bets, uh, nothing, no change in the bets, but you know what though? Who was it? Oh, I want to give them credit for it. We've been we've been on this for too fucking long. Um, oh God, I'm so, okay. I I've, I apologize. Somebody brought this up. I don't want to spend time on it because it's just nothing but dead air. But somebody brought up, and if you know who it was, take your credit we're we're doing this dude the next time the sharks let's see what's it oh all right january 2nd january 4th january 6th all right so begin the new year of 2024 the sharks have a three-game homestand you know what our prize pack is going to be it's going to be mm-hmm. who can guess the total attendance for those three games
1: Uh, average attendance or cumulative attendance
0: when Pashelka or Shang, whoever, they do that little thing where it says tonight's uh, announced attendance or whatever is, you know, 10,582 or Mm -hmm. 15,263, whatever those
1: three games combined. Okay. And that's going to be for, you said that's going to be announced on the new year's Eve show.
0: Uh, the, the show, it'll be the, um, so we're actually on new year's Eve cause the sharks play a game on new year's Eve.
1: And that's when we'll announce it.
0: No, no, no. Or, or uh, yes, you are correct. So it'll be announced on new year's Eve, but it'll be that, that week following it. That's, uh, that's going to be what the question is. Oh, I can't wait to do that. We might recycle that too, because there's definitely going to be some times, uh, between now and the end of the season where that could be pretty funny.
1: Yeah,
0: Love it. So, uh, again, shout out to those who used the Venmo and Super Chat options over the last week. Nobody decided to use it tonight. That's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> on Twitter, you can follow him at Hockey underscore Jerk. Uh, don't worry about following me. It's fine. Remember to subscribe, though, to our YouTube channel and leave your take in the comment section of this video if you weren't with us live. Remember to follow us at USA on pretty much Everything, just everything, we're, we're there. And if you ever miss it, we're going to be on your podcast platform. So go check those out. You can find links to our social media, podcast apps, and more included in the show notes. And get everything on tealtownusa.com. And remember, the Discord VIP invite belongs to Hockey Jerk. You can use that email I said before, or better yet, hit them up at Hockey underscore Jerk on Twitter. And tomorrow, the Sharks will play the Capitals. That means After Dark follows just like every single other Sharks game. So, I don't know who's going tomorrow, but it should be fun.
1: Any parting, well, any parting will- shots for you? What? what? Go ahead. You want to, let's let's do a little teaser then. Tomorrow's After Dark is currently... To be announced, host. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's my favorite.
0: That's uh, that's right up there with my second, which uh, with, with shark or uh, with jerk's second favorite player, cap
1: space. Yeah, uh, tomorrow's after dark will be to be announced, host, uh, along with Mark riding shotgun. Nice that, yep. Mark riding shotgun
0: on a game in San Jose. That's a hey. choice. Stranger things have happened. Might I need guess. to confirm that. Uh, Jerry F in the chat saying. I would would love to see a teal town meet up at the tank sometime. The last one a few years ago was awesome, especially as I am in San Diego. Uh, I don't want to get people too juiced, but I will say that perhaps something is in the works for mid to late March, maybe say around the time that the calendar turns to spring. And, I think it might be more fun to do it at TechCU. So, just saying. Just saying. And, of course, uh, Ian uh, throwing his hand up saying, oh, it'll probably be me tomorrow. Or Puck Guy. We don't know. We don't know these things. Uh, but aside from that, your uh, parting shots. What kind of fries are you getting tonight?
1: Um, Just regular French fries. I guess you, would you call them, like, shoestring fries, I guess? Sure. Um, you know, that's... You know, classic is kind of the the way to go for something like that. I think. Um, parting shot. Uh, you know, last week, you know, I was kind of sold a bill of goods that I was going to have people at the tank accosting me left, right, and center. Uh, and there were they exactly they can't
0: accost you if they don't know what you look like.
1: Hey, dude, everybody knows. They just are. They're just being polite to my uh, to my social media exposure preferences. Um, I didn't have anybody say hi to me from the show, and so you missed out on getting the fucking Discord link. <laughs> what? D- didn't you run into Eric at all? No, uh, Eric was at the Saturday game. I was at the Friday game. <sighs> we, were, like, we were we were two ships passing in the night. Evidently so. See, I it- saw some. I saw some people that oh. Oh, oh there look at John! John, John <laughs> saved us, John. John saved us.
0: He's. Uh, thank you, John. John, they appreciate that. Super chat, dude. That's super cool.
1: <laughs> John. John, I await your entry into the giveaway.
0: <laughs> nice, the, uh, John. John, they're usual- always in they're always
1: one of the first entries.
0: Nice. I'm sorry, you were saying?
1: Oh, uh, you know, I, I I saw some people that I knew, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right,
0: so. I don't know for me, I'll just, uh, I, I just hope everybody had a, a really good Thanksgiving. I know that I enjoyed four straight days off and dude, tell me about it. <laughs> and, and to be honest, Wednesday, the amount of work work I did felt like a fifth day off. If you get, you know, if you get my actually,
1: it, it's funny that you say that I actually had five days off
0: and oh, nice. I don't, I don't want to go back. I feel you. I uh, I'm really looking forward to the end of next
1: month. Getting here really super quick, dude. Me too, dude. I so I I seldomly do anything right. And uh, you mean like big for the holidays? Big for the holidays, but just also in general. You know, I'm not going to dox myself here, but let's just say my you know my job is very generous with the paid time off they give us. Sweet, but I don't do things right. So usually what I do is I just ration my PTO till the end of the year and then dump whatever I can't roll over. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. So like this year, if everything goes according to plan, I need to, you know, maybe I need to buy my boss like lunch or something to kind of smooth it over. But, uh, you know, if everything goes according to plan, I'm going to have like a 10-day weekend at the end of the year.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm looking at a, yeah, a 14-day weekend for the end of the year. Yep. Got like 20th through the 4th
1: or something. Yeah, I'm thinking 20, Going hard. Yeah, I'm thinking like... I'm thinking probably 20, I might cut out early on the 22nd and then return on the second. That's kind of what I'm vibing. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And I've, you know,
0: and I've yet to go to uh, a Sharks game this year. So That's surprising to me. uh, A little surprising to me too, especially because I've had multiple people over the (laughs) time, over these, (laughs) over this, like, uh, you know, these 21 games, like hit me up and like, dude, you want tickets for tonight? And I'm like, nah, I got other shit going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have tickets for five games after the that begin after the new year. So I think the first one is the twentieth or something. But uh, yeah, I'll finally get to a game. It's it's pretty goddamn rare that mm-hmm. we can be beyond Thanksgiving, and I've been to more Barracuda games and Sharks games. Yeah, that's 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 that that's one that to really uh, make you go
1: who. Speaking of games, you know they're. The uh, the old sharks, you know them. Uh, they they're going to be in Vegas on December 10th. I'm I'm giving that game the horse eye. Uh, here's the only. Well,
0: I was going to say, have you given the price tag the horse eye yet?
1: I'm looking right now, and it's actually about forty dollars. The cheapest ticket is about forty dollars uh, cheaper than the cheapest ticket on November. I believe it was November 12th or November 10th. Did um, you go? Did you go to the November 10th game? No, I gassed the November 10th game because I didn't want to pay the ticket. Yeah, I was gonna um, say
0: that the freight on that was like ridiculously high, but you're talking yeah, Stanley nose... Cup Stanley Cup champion versus Nemesis.
1: Yeah, November four November the November 10th game, it was 104 for nosebleeds. Jesus. Um, yeah, this game looks like it's gonna be like fifty five for nosebleeds thereabouts. Dude, wh- what'd you pay
0: for the Saturday game? Or I'm sorry, Black Friday game.
1: Um that one, you know, I I I I kind of jammed myself up on that one a little bit because <laughs> I, uh, I was looking at tickets and the cheapest I saw was 16 bucks and I went, I took a shower and then I literally came back, looked it up and the cheapest was 31. Oh man. So I, I, I kind of jammed myself up a little bit, but I had a good time. You know, I, I, you know, I, I got to do like, you know, I got to do a lot of the things that I used to do back in the day. You know, I went to the Brit, you know, cruised around on a lime scooter, you know, all that kind of shit. Oh, look at um, We, we, we hung around enough, long
0: enough for Jerry to throw us some. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry! Appreciate that, bro. And uh, Jerry, noted winner so far this season.
1: Yeah, uh, longtime player, uh, one-time winner. <laughs> Can't say first-time winner because he already won. Yeah.
0: Um, All right. And, uh, so, yeah. so you're saying the tenth,
1: th- the two shows from tonight. Correct. Yeah, but see, there's there's a little bit of a consideration here because Sh- I should we am-
0: should we leave this as like a cliffhanger. Oh, excuse me. Cliffhanger is like you will find out next Sunday if Jerk will
1: actually be on the following Sunday. See, and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to know that soon because here's the thing that day, December the 10th, the Vikings are in town to play the Raiders. <laughs> and what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Well, so what I'm here, let me get you there. So uh it's already like confirmed locked in that I'm going to that game Vikings against the Raiders. And so the fuck are you what going what to I, Vikings raiders for? Um one of my family members there, a Vikings fan. Got it. Um, Got it. And so uh what I'm sort of debating internally is okay, you know, the Vikings Raiders game is over at whatever time it's over, maybe 4 p.m. Do oh. I wanna do I wanna diesel on over and and double dip, you know? Uh, I feel you. So it's something to think about. I'm kind of 50 50 because I would I would like to see. I would like to, to get the chance to see the Sharks in Vegas just because like when I don't go, like it kind of bums me out a little bit because it's like I'm here, you know, mm-hmm. but at so the same time, is it price?
0: Well, I was going to say price, of course, all of that. And it wouldn't surprise. I don't know. Do do prices for Sunday games get a, any type of a bump or a decline if the Raiders are playing earlier that day?
1: Honestly, dude, I I really couldn't say just because I don't know that I've ever been to a Golden Knights game on a Sunday. I think most of the ones I've been to have been either Tuesdays or Thursdays. Gotcha. So I really couldn't I really couldn't say. All
0: right. So, I guess we're going to find out here in about 2 weeks if uh, if we see the debut uh, debut well, uh, here, the debut let me ask you this of question.
1: duels. Let me ask you this question. Send it. Wouldn't it be funny if The giveaway for next week, the one that we're going to announce a week from tonight.
0: (laughs) Is sitting in for you?
1: That prize is being (laughs) your co-host in two weeks, potentially.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, the whole thing is, you know, the requirement would obviously be like, okay, you got to have Skype. You got to have a good mic. Right. I'm not against that idea.
1: That would be like.
0: But I shudder at the idea because there's about three people I can think of that I'm like, oh, crap. If they win, I'm not even doing a show that night.
1: Could you, I could just picture like I, – <laughs> I could just picture it's like, oh, okay, so – I'm not going to name any names. But I guess like, so, uh, so-and-so, you know, uh, where the Sharks won three to two against da-da-da. You know, what are your thoughts? And the person comes in, um, Kevin LeBanc is a fucking fraud. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would so be it, dude dude that that I would have to say unfortunately that that might be a contest if we were to ever run that I might have to rig <laughs> we might have to rig that
1: the winner it's just like uh, the winner what is that, oh man? dude Boy.
0: Jesus Christ guess who just texted me
1: uh, Jim yep yeah he hey. emailed.
0: oh dude he just said hey we've actually been watching live 20 minutes behind for the last few weeks jerk emailed me saying I won and I'm just seeing it on the
1: video <laughs> Yeah, he responded to the he responded to my email. He said uh he said awesome. I'm a good friend of AJ, so I'll text him and avoid the shipping.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? See, this is what a cool guy he is. Um he said uh you know, we can meet up if it's like an autograph sign or something like that. Uh but if it's swag we already have, just give it to third place. Oh. See. So, okay. I'll, I'll, so we'll, we'll, well so have third in your pocket and I'll talk to Jimmy uh, pretty soon. Well, and, anybody... and, and, and and I'm going to say right now, chances are high that Jimmy already has this.
1: And 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 I'm and again, if you are listening live, watching live, and you have an eagle eye on the chat, somewhere in the chat, I may have revealed who third place was. Oh well, there you go. And you
0: know who it wasn't, Mike Molasses,
1: <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> It's okay, Molasses. You're, we're going to hook you up with something maybe eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is you came up with this week's contest, so it's kind of like yours to lose. True that. True that. All right. So uh,
0: I think we're about done here. We probably, uh, as we always do, we uh, because we care about
1: our listeners that much, uh, the, that we always <laughs> give you an hour more than you needed. I was going to say, we, we finished the official podcast, and then the last 20 minutes is just us bullshitting about anything but what we're supposed to talk about. There you go. So <laughs> again, I like that theme. That's fun.
0: Oh, it absolutely is fun. So again, we got After Dark following three games this week. Ooh, boy. I, fine. I don't know. How are you feeling about that jersey game with Timo? Because, I mean, things have not gone well with Timo so far this season.
1: Trap. It's a trap. Tra- really?
0: Okay. I like that. Boston, dude, I think they might get waxed. Yep, probably. And uh, and then rags. Uh, how how much are you looking forward to an earlier version of the puck next week?
1: I'm excited, dude. I mean, it, it based on you know prior experience tells us that tomorrow's show is going to start between five thirty and six. So <laughs> tomorrow for that one. What did I say tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> I mean a week from today. My bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, I believe that's a three o'clock local start here in San Jose. So that yeah, that means right. we're probably going to be on the air closer. Closer to like uh, what quarter to six?
1: I was gonna say yeah, between five thirty and six, just depending on how things go.
0: Yeah. Oh man, how how stoked are you? Oh shit! And now Puck guy just fucking put the pressure on. What's in store for episode two hundred? The same thing that's been in store for <laughs> <laughs> one through one ninety nine. Man, two guys just sitting here shooting this shit. But you know what? Okay, I'm gonna throw that back to uh, Puck guy. I'm gonna be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna you need more responsibility on your plate. Uh, deliver me your five favorite, uh, Pucknologist moments over episodes, over episodes
1: one through one ninety nine, bitch. You know how long that (laughs) would take to compile? I don't even think you could honestly, dude, I don't even think you could make it through the first 199 episodes. If you devoted the next week to watching and listening, if you devoted the next month. Right. But the, uh, the thing is. And and
0: I'm sure you're going to recognize this. I would bet that a lot of our uh, listeners, people in the chat right now, would recognize they remember a moment, something funny that happened, whether it was just us, whether it was back when Rocket was with us, whether it's been uh, Ian subbing in for you or something. There is a moment they remember, yet they don't have any single idea what show it happened on (laughs) because i'm exactly the same i'm like how many dude how many times have i like dm'd you and i'm like hey dude you remember that one time this and you're like yeah i think that was like two years ago but i'm not sure
1: (laughs) well to your credit like you you have i mean at least in the in the times that i've asked you've got a pretty good uh Ability to sort of find something like we were talking about something this season and I was like, oh, yeah, like remember when we said this and like, I don't remember when we said it. And then like five minutes later, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I clipped it. And I'm like, oh, how did you just find that? You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: sometimes there's certain little triggers that I'm like, mm, I I remember there was something really funny. I'd have to go back and listen to figure out what the hell it was. But I do remember there was a, a very funny moment that occurred. In the show that the thumbnail had, um, I want to say it was Timo's five goal game. Mm. It was somewhere in there, and uh, you know I think another thing that we would probably clip that would be funny is that when uh, we did the manipulated image of Eric Carlson's hat trick that the puck said "fuck you," AJ.
1: that was a good one
0: right there's that and there's definitely been a couple where i surprised you where i had something in the wings and then i like hit the play button you're like oh my god
1: yeah it's been uh it's been educational that's for sure yeah uh
0: (laughs) you know what maybe we'll try to find a couple clips and you know maybe we'll try to uh save a few minutes on the back end pretty much like what we've done tonight uh and just kind of you know like uh, dude, this is not going to be a fucking two-hour retrospective. For the last five, six, seven years, whatever <laughs> it's been. Farewell
1: to the technologists.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but what, no. what do you mean five or six, dude? This is fucking year seven. This is what I'm saying. So, but I think I think definitely some attention will be paid next week, and like we said, we're going to be going on over an hour earlier than normal. So. Oh, puck guy saying Jerk's evolving shirts. We, we've gone with the same one the entire season this year because it is, this is fine. It's what we want. As Jerk likes to say, we got them right where we want them.
1: Uh, speaking of, can you, uh, unrelated, can you text Jim what the prize is going to be? Yes, absolutely. Okay, because he asked me and I was like, well, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I got it. Alright, so, uh, yeah, look forward to that. God, I didn't even
0: think... You know what? Good call out. I might have to uh, call upon a, a Puck Guy to help out with the, uh, a, a, an awesome thumbnail for next week. They have a big old 200 up in that bitch. So, we'll see yeah. what happens. Well, it could be fun. So, I mean, dude, because I thought, sh- you know, Uber Guy Sucked Me Off was going to kill. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, with that... Again, we're going to be on earlier than normal next Sunday, immediately following rags and sharks. Um, You you know, you're welcome. You don't have to submit yourself to Brody and whoever's with them. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we will catch you all next Sunday. I hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Enjoyed the uh, turkey coma, and we'll catch you next Sunday, everybody. Have a great end to your weekend.